All right, y'all, what is going on? Good morning. This is your man, El Jamal, coming through with another edition of Never Out of Bounds. Of course, this is the place where you can say what you want as long as you got the facts. Uh, I know I was supposed to slide through last night and give you guys a word on the street segment. Of course, there is some major news brewing going in Washington uh, with this new impeachment inquiry uh, that the House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has decided to issue against Donald Trump. We will get to that. I will. I, I well. At this point, it would have to be tomorrow, uh, but today I wanted to do something different. It's an idea that came to me sometime yesterday or the day before. Um, and let's just get right into it. Um, I watch a lot of um, of a, a lot of different videos. I do a lot of different researching. And one thing that I've always been into is cities. I'm into city landscapes. I'm into city skylines. I'm always looking them up. Uh, I take a lot of pictures on my phone and save them on my phone. So I'm really into cities. I'm really into city demographics, city government, city, city politics, so on and so forth. Uh, there's a couple of channels that I come across on YouTube that are really into that. Uh, one is According to Briggs. If you haven't checked it out, uh, it's pretty it's pretty solid um, this guy he just basically talks about many different cities across this uh, across the United States and also states as well uh, you know sometimes he does goes uh, goes with a worst uh, worst places to live list a best place to live list uh, the most conservative states uh, the most liberal states so on and so forth with cities as well uh, another channel that I'm really into that does that as well is a uh, home snacks is ran by this guy named Nick Johnson now both these guys are pretty funny both these guys are very knowledgeable uh, one thing that I kind of feel though uh, just you know being able to, to see so many of these different channels and see so many different videos by just these guys in, in particular uh, you start to see different styles and you start to see different approaches to it uh, for one Briggs I feel is a little bit more I would say neutral uh, put some comedy in there uh, but generally is giving you some good facts as well uh, Nick for what it's worth I feel and, and home snacks in general uh, is a little bit funnier in my opinion uh but it can get into uh, it, I mean, it, it, I wouldn't say things that he might say would be offensive, uh, might be offensive to some people, but again, he's a little bit edgier with what he says, but again, I think it's just a little bit funnier, but again, the stats, for the most part, have been on point. Uh, so in the vision of those two, because they pretty much inspired me to do this, uh, they pretty much, like I said, they go through uh, a bunch of different cities, uh, like I said, a bunch of different states and areas of the country, and just like with a lot of the other videos and channels that I do come across, because again, cities, or uh, city planning is is a really big thing that I, a really big interest to me. So, in the in the in the name of that, and it kind of like I said to inspire me, I decided to do my own list. Now, in this list in particular, this will expand. I've already tried, decided to expand this to a part two, and even to include states as well. But this state, uh, this first list in particular, I came across this because for one, uh, they have both uh, they both have their own um, list for the most conservative and the most liberal cities. Uh, with that being said, there's a lot of uh, connotations that come with living in one or the other, a liberal or conservative city. Uh, for one, people say that there's a lot of crime in liberal cities, a lot of uh, you know filth and homelessness. And uh, with that being said, the the opposite is expected to not be seen in these more conservative cities. Well, through my research and just through my curiosity, I, your boy El Jamal, have found out, well, of course, that 
that is not true. Now, mind you, I've already known this because some of these cities, well, a few of these cities I've either been to or lived near or in the same general vicinity as, so I kind of uh, get the idea. Uh, one in particular on this list I will be getting to in just a second. Actually, a couple of them on the list I will be getting getting to at least because of what I've either heard. Uh, so I got a direct, you know, I've heard about this place. Uh, again, I either traveled to this place or I've lived near or uh, by this place and one in the particular case of this one city. Uh, but like I said, this is gonna be a list of conservative run cities. Uh, but it's gonna be a different type of it. It's not gonna be the, the most conservative, the most Republican. No, this list is gonna be the most poorly run Republican slash conservative states in the United States because guess what? People live in poverty in those cities and states as well on higher on high scales now who's worse who's whose cities are worse republican democrat liberal or conservative i'll let you choose that but we're not gonna i'm not gonna let you guys uh leave here today without understanding that it goes on just about everywhere and conservative liberal that kind of you know does not apply here because in these cases there's high crime in these cities high poverty low wages and crappy housing and crappy schools did i say that crappy education in some of these places really terrible education in some of these places and terrible crime all things that you think would not go hand in hand with a conservative society right well today these cities will be bucking the trend for you these are the top 10 top 10 worst conservative slash Republican cities. Let's get right into it at number 10. It's gonna be a tie here. We're gonna start off in the Midwest. We have Tulsa, Oklahoma and Oklahoma City. We're gonna put these uh, two cities combined. Now, Oklahoma City is coming in with a, with a 1.3 million uh, population in the metro area. Tulsa has a population slightly under a million at 991,561 people in the metro area. Both are ran by Republican governors uh, for Tulsa their mayor or sorry Republican mayors uh, for Tulsa their mayor is G.T. Bynum and the mayor of Oklahoma City or OKC as they affectionately call it is David Holt now um for um, Tulsa, Oklahoma, they are in Rogers County uh, in Oklahoma, which includes a few other cities. I think actually all of uh, Tulsa as well. Uh, but let's just get right into it. There's 33,020 registered Republican voters in that uh, in that county alone, compared to just 14,500, actually 886. <clears throat> excuse me, Democratic, uh, re registered Democratic voters. In Oklahoma County, that represents OKC, uh, there's 184,000 registered Republican voters as opposed to just 161,992 registered Democratic voters. So again, you see where there's a lot more in the in the big time city, there's a lot more liberals in the big time city, quote unquote liberals. Uh, you also have Democrat, of course, there. Uh, but, but of course, the overwhelming majority in this area, in this state, uh, especially in these two cities, is going to be overwhelmingly Republican. But let's break down some of the stats and what makes these both these cities bad. For Tulsa, they have a very bad employment rating according to AreaVibes.com with a median income household of below about 50000 bucks. They also have an unemployment rate of 5%, which is actually high 
uh, considering uh, how the unemployment rate in uh, the nation and the national total has dropped significant, uh, significantly over the past year or so. Now, they also have a 20% poverty level, which is 35% higher than the national average. Hmm. Poor wages, inadequate housing, in a conservative city? Well, there you go. And they also uh, rank at a big fat F in terms of crime. Their crime index is two, which means Tulsa, Oklahoma is only safer than 2% uh, than the 2% uh, of the cities in the United States. Very violent here. There were 4,218 uh, violent crimes, 20,140 property crimes. The crime rate is 10.5. The national average is 4.56. Again, this is a conservative city and one in 95 people have a chance of being a victim to a violent crime and there's currently been 70 murders in the city let's move off to okc where the employment is a c minus uh now one thing i will say about these two places that their livability score is well i think for um tulsa it is going to be around uh the 60s like uh, high 60s oklahoma city i believe is about 77 76 something like that so relatively high for oklahoma city but there's a lot of negative factors here as well oh and for the crime stats i went to uh neighborhoodscout.com so just to let you guys know about that uh but let's talk about okc a little bit more in terms of that employment like i said it ranked at a c minus with a income per capita of twenty seven thousand three hundred and seventy bucks and uh the the actually the medium the median household income is four percent lower than the national average at fifty thousand seventy bucks. So again, not drastically lower than the national average, but lower than the national average. And they have a property level of eighteen percent higher than the U.S. average, and they have a income gap between men and women that is very high, almost ten thousand uh, dollars. The average income for men in Oklahoma City is thirty-four thousand seven uh, seventy-one bucks, and the average income for women in that same city is twenty-five thousand three hundred and seventeen bucks, and that is a difference of eight thousand seven hundred and fifty-four dollars. They say a page gap doesn't exist. It definitely exists in Oklahoma City. Uh, let's move on to the crime here. The crime here has been rated in F as well. The crime index is seven, which means it's only safer than 7% of the cities in this nation. There's been 81 murders so far, 6,120 uh, burglaries, burglaries, and the property crime rate is 38.15. One thing you will see here is you might see a fluctuating, a fluctuating murder rate or number of murders. Some places don't get a lot of murders or violent crime, but one thing you will start seeing in cities like this uh, it's gonna be property crime. The property crime rates uh, in some of these places are will be through the roof. Uh, so we will be talking about that. That's one pattern that I did see. Not always a whole lot of violent crime, but definitely a lot of property crime. And actually, the, the, the uh, array of crime is actually diverse because even with the uh, physical crime or the uh, sorry, the violent crime, in some of these states, it doesn't just count as maybe murder or something like that. Sometimes it's an assault. And in the case of one city that we're going to get to a little bit later uh, it'll be domestic abuse so there's a lot of that going on in that city and uh, just different factors that lead into that that negative crime rating as well just to let you guys know but we're going to move on from the number 10 city and we're going to move on to the number nine spot and that is going to be lubbock texas now lubbock texas of course is a college town home uh to university of texas tech now 
you think a college town, it'll be, you know, semi-liberal or whatever thought you might have. No, this town is staunchly conservative. Again, this is a population of an estimated 260,000 people, and its mayor is a Republican, of course, Dan Pope. Uh, now, Lubbock City and the county has been Republican and voted Republican pretty much since 1968. Uh, usually, would have usually end up with a uh, leading margin between 51% and you know 75% of the vote. That was the highest in 2000. So again, this is a very, you know, conservative Republican city in a very conservative state. They do have a pretty high uh, livability rating according to AreaVibes.com. That's a 78. That will be the highest that you will see on this list. Uh, it, even then, and I made sure I put this one here, uh, especially at the bottom, just to kind of let you guys know that even in a city like this, where it's generally high livability, there's some really bad negative aspects here that maybe the media doesn't focus on. A lot of people will not focus on uh, because, again, you're not going to hear this at on Fox News, but you will hear how there's a bunch of crime in liberal cities like Baltimore, and Baltimore is a hellhole, Baltimore is a shithole. You'll get to some shit, real shitholes when you get through this list. You'll know what a shithole is on their side as well. They don't talk about theirs. Uh, one thing I will say about uh, Lubbock is that they do have a good cost of living, which is a B plus. But this is where they get into their issues. They they are a D plus when it comes to employment. One of their primary employers is the University of Texas Tech and that's one of their primary ways of actually getting some type of income because again you have the college students. Uh, college students spend uh, about I think 275 million in groceries and other goods just shopping in Lubbock alone so that's where a lot of their income comes from. It's very limited, uh, not diversified in any type of way. It's pretty much uh, a few museums there. Uh, I think it's like a aerospace museum something like that. Could be off with that and it's like a museum for Buddy Holly. Uh, there's a couple, uh, of course, corporations there, but uh, again, the majority of that business and the majority of employees uh, there work for that university, Texas Tech. Uh, now, the income per capita is $24,535. That is lower than the Texas average, uh, which is $27,820. So not a huge average in, in Texas anyways, uh, but again, this is 18% lower than the national average. And the medium income, the medium household income is, def is still below the state's average here of 54, uh, 70, uh, sorry, 54,727 bucks. Uh, in Lubbock, it is just going to be 45,499 bucks. So, not easy times, even with a college or university there. So, that's that's really weird to me. Uh, their unemployment rate isn't so well, it, yeah, it isn't super high. Uh, it's actually 20% lower than the national average at 4%, but the poverty rate is significantly high as well. So, you'll see some fluctuating uh, property rates and that's kind of how I wanted to cater my list uh, just to kind of show you that there is property in each place because again you don't hear about it you just hear about cities like Baltimore you hear about cities like uh, you know you hear about what's going on in California right now and they're pushing the narrative that it's, a, it's because it's liberals because it's because of you know Democrats are running it. here's to show you that both parties uh, are you know are to blame when it comes to people being in poverty obviously um you know these cities and these counties have been republican republican ran excuse me for decades uh you know either by a mayor or they're in a or they're in a situation where their uh, city and their county uh doesn't have partisan uh well at least in the city they don't have a partisan mayor or partisan city you know government 
meaning they don't uh, have a Democrat party or a Republican party within the city, but within the county, uh, the, the representatives will be Republican. You know, so again, they're from a you know really staunch. Uh, well, their city is definitely conservative, uh, but the county is definitely Republican as well. So that's what you're dealing with, and that's why I made this list because again, you're seeing all that, especially now because we're getting close to a recession. Thinking it's going to be you know liberal versus conservative. Well, here I'm telling you, is there really a difference? Now, take I know uh, Lubbock does rate at an A minus in terms of education, of course, that being because of the big university there, Texas Tech, but they score relatively high in things like test scores as well. Texas as a state, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I do think in their metropolitan areas like Houston and Dallas, they do kind of perform better uh, in terms of schooling. Uh, but their crime here is an F. Again, we have another city here that's supposed to be conservative. They rate at an F. And crime we're gonna break them down here take a Lubbock here down uh, cr the crime rates here crime index here excuse me is 7 out of 100 meaning they're only safer of course like I said than 7% of US cities the Lubbock now Lubbock reports an average of about 1,328 violent crimes this year and they've uh, reported about an average about 10,195 uh, property crimes their uh, crime rate is a 5.2 three and the national median is 4.39 so again we're above national averages here and there's no stats for murder or rape i don't see why that why that's the case either it doesn't happen like that either or it happens at an extremely long rate a large rate they don't want to you know mention it here uh, and of course this was according to neighborhoodscout.com uh, but you do have a one in 25 chance of being a victim of a property crime so again violent crime is down in a lot of these areas but you'll see a lot of areas where you know of course violent crime is up violent crime of course like i said with uh uh oklahoma and tulsa violent crime murder they had a significant number like i said you might not see the violent crime at a law at a high rate in these cities but pr uh, property crime like i said through the roof they don't give a damn about your property and 93 crimes there were 93 crimes committed in lubbock, lubbock per square per square mile the national average is just 29 so again it's happening all over the place in that city. There's always something going on in that city. Again, it's popping. It's not necessarily a huge Texas city, and it's kind of boring from what I've heard. Uh, from what I, yeah, so, um, but again, there's a lot going on on the under. So there you go. That's number eight. The number eight worst conservative slash Republican city out there. We're going to go to number nine. Uh, and at number nine, I'm sorry, not at number nine, I'm sorry. At number eight. I'm sorry, we have Gresham, Oregon. So we're gonna take a stop to the West Coast. Actually, the, the next couple of cities I'm gonna be talking about are in the West Coast. Uh, we're gonna make our we'll make our trip to the Pacific Northwest. And again, I lived in the state of Oregon and I will tell you it is a very, parts of it are very, very boring. I'm sorry. Um, now there's, there's places that are really, you know, popping. I'll give you Portland. Eugene and actually in terms of race relations those are probably the only places you might really want to go to uh, Gresham has like a 4% 
maybe five percent black population but there's uh there's stuff that goes on there uh some some very violent acts that go down there uh on the racial tip uh, again there's there's stuff going on in oregon all the time kind of race related uh, especially in the smaller towns like gresham uh, again there is somewhat of a haven in you know eugene I'll give you maybe another college town like Ashland, maybe even Corvallis, which is a little bit more conservative as well. Um, again, you have Portland, but again, things have changed. Even in that city, the mood has changed and the vibe has been changing. So again, you know, uh, this is a state that's, you know, kind of in the middle of the road, doesn't get a lot of slack. A lot of people have moved there uh, throughout the years, but again, let's let's break this city down here for Gresham they have a population of 1,000 uh, 110,158 people and it is the fifth largest city in the state of Oregon the cost of living and of course their mayor is of course a Republican Shane Bemis uh, the cost of living here is a D minus so people can't necessarily afford to live here there you go the employment is at a D minus boom there you go with a national I'm sorry with a medium uh, income per capita of 22,976 the median house so if income is 10% lower than the national average at 49,866 so you're not getting paid enough to live in your pretty costly housing there you go and in terms of the unemployment rate it is at six percent and it's 23 percent higher than the national average and there's poverty here as well and you will see this with a lot of different cities uh, i call this the, i call it the green belt uh because again this is where all you know the oregon kind of rednecks live the pacific northwest uh, northwest rednecks type of live they live kind of like in the woods they kind of live in these far off places uh they're not necessarily far off but they're just really small you know kind of out of the nowhere towns you never heard of gresham on the map before not too many people talk about gresham but they talk about cities like portland they'll talk about eugene that's about it when they talk about oregon they might talk about astoria if you're a fan of the goonies you might hear that name being mentioned of course ashton oregon has a, a yearly shakespeare festival but again you're really just hearing about towns like Eugene you're just hearing about Eugene maybe Portland mostly Portland specifically but again these towns have very uh, similar poverty rates this city here has a 20% poverty poverty rate excuse me which is 35% higher than the rest of the nation there you go and people are not talking about it they're not you're not talking you're not hearing this on Fox News you're not hearing people on Fox News say, oh man, there's a there's a there's a poverty problem in, in Gresham, Oregon. You're not hearing that. You're not hearing them say there's a crime problem going going on in Lubbock. But you hear them all the time saying, Baltimore's trash, Baltimore's this, Oakland's this, San Francisco, they got people shitting in the streets. Well, in Gresham, Oregon, schools rank at an F. And 39% they, te they test, they test, excuse me, they, their schools test at 39% on average. And there's a 20 to 1 student to teacher ratio. One high school has a 29 to 1 student to teacher ratio. And another school, which is a elementary, I'm sorry, a middle school, has a 26 to 1 student to teacher ratio. Their best school in the in the in the town or the city is called school or i'm sorry school i'm sorry mm. their best school east orient elementary is rated at a 66 percent with a 25 to 1 student to teacher ratio but you keep telling me how baltimore's fucked up and all the time and you keep telling us about all these other liberal cities like in los angeles but apparently they're not living too much better 
in these whacked out places as well and of course uh this place ranks pretty low at crime like i said there's some racial things that have happened there leave one guy got hung about i want to say five or six years ago so there's that element there uh where they stomped in the death something like that but they've done that before they 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 oh, they've been doing that since the 90s one place that i was told never to go to as a black person was rich Morgan. so there you go i'll tell you firsthand because i lived in the state of oregon i've lived in uh springfield and i've lived in uh the, the springfield eugene area and they're pretty bad on the, on the springfield end over there uh as well but Gresham, I was told, don't mess with Gresham. That's pretty much where you hear about all the racial crimes going down at uh, places like Gresham. Uh, but anyways, like I said, it's a D-plus in crime. Uh, and they had uh, 3,600 crimes. They have 3,645 crimes per 100,000 people. There you go. The crime uh, index is a, is a 12, so they're only safer than 12% of the cities in the country. Their property crime rate is 33.45, basically 34%. Uh, percent. Even one in 30 chance of being a victim of a property crime, and there are 100. And I said yes, 175 crimes per square mile. So there's always something going on at every different part of the city, at all different parts of the city. There you go. That's conservatism at its best. Let's move on. We're going to move on to California. Like I said, we're going to stay in the West Coast for a couple more cities, actually. Uh, let's talk about the city of Bakersfield out here in my current home state. I actually was born out here, California. Uh, we have uh, some very interesting things to say about this city. Of course, it comes in this list at number seven. Uh, now, for Bakersfield, uh, as a population of 330, sorry, 383,000, 579 now the mayor here is republican karen g go and uh, they are represented by state congressman kevin mccarthy a republican uh and they've also rep voted republican in the, uh, the last two elections but also voted to eliminate same uh to eliminate the same-sex marriage ban so there you go that was a whole california thing back in the day so uh they did that but the cost of living here in this city is an f the cost of living index is under uh it's actually 112 which is 19 percent lower than california's but 12 percent higher than the national average so again you can't afford to live there just like a lot of different places in california i've been telling y'all that for years but here here's some here's some numbers and some figures so they're just my sentiments Okay, the employment here uh, is at a D minus, and the average um, income per capita is $24,392, which is 20% lower than the California average, which is low in general because the cost of living is so high. And that's why I put this city here on the list because, in proportion to how things are budgeted in California, I don't think conservative is the right way. I mean, you, I. I would not want lower wages in a place, obviously, uh, in a place like this where everything is so expensive. So they're obviously, uh, their living index is higher than the national average, which means definitely unaffordable. It's it's relatively affordable in California standards, but again, um, and, and, that's, and I think that's the, the crux about living in these conservative places because they kind of do match the cost of living in a lot of these places the cost of living in some of these places are not that bad but again you're basically just having enough just to kind of take care of the immediate 
you know, bills. You don't have enough to really finance, let's say, a second career or a whole lot of property. You don't have enough to get property, I don't think, and, and, all, and hold a bunch of different assets, maybe do some investing. Just enough to kind of stay within your little bubble. That's what I see in a lot of these situations here. Uh, but they have a median household income, which is lower than the California average, uh, at 58668 bucks. Again, California is very expensive. There you go. This city ranks lower than the California average. What is California? What do you need to live in California? <sighs> a million dollars a month. No, I'm joking, but you need a lot of money, bro. That's that's the whole point here. <laughs> Why do you think I picked this up? Not just, of course, this is an interest to me, of course, but I needed to get some way to get a second income or find somewhere where I can get that started eventually. So that's what California got me at. Uh, unemployment rate here in the city is 7%. Don't get me wrong. Don't, and don't get me wrong. I love this. I love this. But at the same time, I needed some some way to start another income stream. So <laughs> uh, make no mistake. Uh, but the income rate, uh, the, I'm sorry, the in unemployment rate here in Bakersfield is 7%, which is 40% higher than the national average. So no jobs. They don't pay you a whole lot to live. And the poverty weight rate is 30% higher than the national average. We're looking at, sorry, 38% higher than the national average. So we're looking at a solid, uh, solid 20% poverty rate. So again, a lot of poverty, no jobs, inadequate. Well, you can't live, you can't afford the housing. And the crime is again, an F. There's 4,050, sorry, 4,548 crimes per 100,000 people. There's been 41 murders so far, 755 robberies, 941 assaults, and 41 property crimes per 1,000 residents. That's, again, that's the Republicans there. Somehow it's safer. Somehow it's better. I don't see it. Let's move on to the number six city here. Uh, we're going to move to Anchorage, Alaska. Now, this city definitely don't hear a lot about this one they don't talk about Alaska too much but this state or this city in particular is pretty terrible this city actually has the lowest livability rate here of any city and the reason I put it at number one because uh, there's things like cost of living and I believe schools I uh, believe uh, maybe not even schools I'm sorry uh, but there was a couple factors here uh, that saved it uh, but again um, this city is pretty bad. We're just, we're just going to get into it. Uh, the population here is 299,321, which is the largest state in this, uh, sorry, which is the largest in the state. Now, they do have a Democratic mayor, but tend to vote, vote Republican on most issues. Uh, in the, and they also vote, uh, tend to vote Republican in the presidential and the statewide elections. Uh, now, they have not, uh, six Republican senators and also nine uh, Republican representatives coming out of that area. Like I said, they have a 51 one percent livability rate according to um to, to areavibes.com the housing is a b minus but the schools uh yeah, never mind the schools are an f they have a 19 to 1 student to teacher ratio uh, they actually average about 38 percent on their test scores uh which is 20 cent but 22 percent higher than the rest of the state 
but 22% lower than the national average. So uh, there you go. The crime here is an F, 3,571 violent crimes. Now this is a place where rape is highly rampant. I believe there was about a thousand or something reported rapes in this city. Uh, they also have the highest rates of domestic abuse. So that's where a lot of their crime is at, but don't, don't get it twisted. A lot of property crimes occur here too. Uh, you have a one in 82 chance of suffering a uh, violent crime and the property crime rate is 56 and you have a one in 18 chance of being uh, suffering a property crime here there's been there were 2224 reported burglary burglaries and there even 27 murders in a, in a town like that that is a lot and it's and it, and it goes down so don't you know again don't be sleeping on these towns, man. They, 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 they be doing you on the under. They don't give, man. The media has a way to just to just gloss over all these cities because nobody talks about none of these cities, and these cities are deplorable. If you look at the stats, if you hear people, I've heard testimonies about a lot of these different cities. I've heard testimonies about Lubbock. Uh, I've heard testimonies about Anchorage, Alaska. Uh, that blew my mind because you wouldn't think you know you think these are all out in the cut and nothing goes down they're they're boring and then of course you have and then don't and don't then you know let's not play dumb here you figure there's not a whole lot of black people in a lot of these cases and you just figure oh well and you kind of play that you kind of buy into that don't buy into that there's crime in these places black or white uh there's, there's a lot of these cities have a majority white population, and in some of these places, the, the black population is below 20%, just like in Anchorage. Very low black population. Gresham Morgan, very low black population, 5%, barely 5%. You have, uh, some, you have some higher numbers in places like Waco, of course. We have some cities here uh, in the south that, of course, have some higher black populations. Uh, but my number four, the number four city that I'm going to get to, uh, actually, my number five city, my very next city, that I'm going to get to has almost none, like 2%. And my final city is going to have same thing. My number one worst city here is same thing. There's no real diversity there. It's out, outside of maybe, uh, in this case, in this number one city here, it might be some uh, Latino, um, uh, you know, racial mixtures there as well in terms of demographics. But again, um, these cities, you know, will blow your mind because they, they defy... They defy what you call crime, and they defy what you would consider and put the face on your crime. Uh, they, yeah, they defy that. Uh, but let's move on. Uh, we're gonna move on to the Midwest again. Uh, actually, yeah, we're gonna move back to the Midwest. Uh, we're gonna move to the number five city, like I said, Springfield, Missouri. That city has a population of 160,376. Uh, now, it's a, it has a cost of living of, well, let's just break down the political structure real quick. Uh, this is an all, uh, all their county, uh, well, they don't, in the city itself, uh, just like with a couple of the cities that I might have mentioned, they do not have a partisan city uh, structure, meaning their mayor, probably not going to be Democrat or Republican, the city officials, same thing. But they are the city itself resides in two different counties, uh, Green and Christine, uh, Christian, excuse me, and they are both Republican. They regularly, uh, they regularly elect Republican state representatives as well. Christian County ended up voting for Trump, uh, but they also voted for Obama and Clinton in the past, but again, usually they mostly vote Republican. Let's get right into it. The employment here ranks at a D and they have a median income per capita of 21,131. Yes, that low. The median household income is 33,736. 
There you go. The unemployment is 5% and the poverty rate is 26%, which is 72% higher than the national average. But that's that's what they say about the, the liberal cities. How does that? Anyways, the schools are at a D plus and crime is an F, another F. The crime index, let me, let me blow your mind. And this 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 city has a is I'm just this is just demographics don't don't blow my mind. It's a city that's 95% right right okay okay. The crime index is zero zero. 14 murders so far this year. They have a crime rate of 13.5. There's a once in 74 chance of suffering a violent crime. There's 893 property crimes that have been reported in the city. You have a 1 in 11 chance of suffering that. And there are 200, as I said, 209, 209 crimes per square mile. Springfield, Missouri is a shithole. Let's move on. We're gonna go to, back to Texas. We're gonna go to Waco, Texas. Let's break this one down. Very interesting. So I made sure that I talked about some Texas cities here too because a lot of people, especially in the past few years, they've moved to Texas and that's been the big move over the past decade or so, maybe even longer than that. You know, low taxes, the low this, whatever. I know Texas is a has some bum cities. You ain't gotta tell me nothing. Y'all can lie about it. Y'all can keep y'all can in front like Texas ain't is all that. It ain't all that. I keep telling y'all, y'all. Mm -mm. Anyways, let's talk about Waco, my number four city here. Now Waco has a population of 136,436. The livability rate is kind of you know decent at 74 with a house a cost of living score of. Uh, uh, a minus, which is good. Uh, the median home value is ninety-eight thousand. Of course, uh, the city itself it does not have uh, like you know, like I said, partisan positions in the city government. But Waco uh, and uh, McAllen County, uh, in general, vote Republican. They've been voting Republican since nineteen seventy-six. Now, in the county, uh, well, some of the people that represent them on a uh, federal level and the state level in the state is going to be Bill Flores and Senator Brian. Bradford. You also have representatives Charles Anderson and Kyle Kakal. They're all Republican. So there you go. The income per capita is a ninth is nineteen thousand eight hundred and forty-six, which is thirty-three percent lower than the national average. And their employment rates at a D minus. Their uh, median income household. Their medium sorry. Their median household income household income is thirty-four thousand nine bucks, and that's thirty-eight percent lower than the national average. That's a significant, that's significant. The median income uh, earnings for women, 17,208 bucks. But wage gaps don't exist. Mm. Another lie. Unemployment rate here is 4%, which is relatively low, but again, the jobs don't pay shit. So who cares? Uh, the poverty level here is 28%. 82% higher than the national average. And the crime, of course, is an F. The crime index at the at 8. Uh, they are only safer than 8% of the cities in this country. 
there's 709 violent crimes that have been reported, 5,167 property crimes. The crime rate is 5.2. There's a 7.2 property crime rate with 988 burglaries, 3,977 thefts, and there's 58 crimes per square mile in Waco, Texas, which again is higher than the national average. We're gonna move on to my number three city here. We're gonna go to Mobile, Alabama. Of course, there's gonna be a lot of cities here down south. Matter of fact, uh, my part two is gonna focus on a couple more Alabama cities in particular. One thing that I did realize though, is uh, that I did learn, is that there's some cities that are in the process of switching who they are politically. Uh, when I was looking up some of these cities down south, um, I pretty much came into it knowing that there's going to be a lot of cities down south I was going to be talking about. Um, I thought I could have even talked about a couple more, but they ended up being like, for one city, it was Jackson. Uh, Jackson, Mississippi. Um, Jackson, Mississippi ended up being ran by a Democrat. But again, we know that it's in a Republican state. So uh, again, it kind of pushes me to say, hmm, now what's to blame here? Is, is what to blame for their stats, their Democratic city? Or the Republican state. So, uh, through the course of my my next list, you know, hopefully my next list or my final list of cities of worst Republican cities or conservative cities, I'll be able to answer that question for you. Uh, but my next list, of course, I'll be going over the worst states, the most the worst Republican states, just to kind of give you guys uh, a, a, an idea of what's going on on a bigger scale. But like I said, we're gonna get into Mobile, Alabama. The mayor here is a Republican, of course, Sandy Stimson. There's two Republicans serving as county commissioners. They also have two state senators. Uh, they have Rusty Glover and also Bill Hightower uh, representing the districts here. They also have five Republican state representatives uh, from Mobile County, uh, including uh, Jamie Eisen and uh, Jim Barden. The livability rate here is 63, and they have a cost of living of a B. Uh, the appointment here is a D minus with an income per capita of 23,337. The median household income is slightly below the uh, the national average at 54,444, and the poverty level is at 23.1. The crime here is rampant as well, with 6,100. 94 crimes per 100,000 people. They also have 15 murders uh, going on this year as well. The crime index is at 2 and they have a property crime rating of 56. There's a 1 in 132 chance of being a victim of a violent crime here. So again, I don't see where they're safer. I don't see what they, you know, what the cost of living is that much, but well, I mean, it, it, there's there's instances of the cost of living being better, but obviously it doesn't mean too much in the, in the terms of livability. So, uh, like I said, in Alaska, the cost of, of living is like a, uh, a, if I'm not mistaken, uh, but the crime there and everything else there is almost an F. So there you go. Let's move on to the number two city here. We're going to go to Valdosta. Yes, Valdosta. We're going to go to Georgia. We're going to go to Valdosta, Georgia. Now, this is a small town as well. Uh, not a very huge population. Uh, let's get into that one. They have a population of 54,481. Now, the city itself is one of those cities where everything is nonpartisan, but the, the county that it resides in, Lowndes County, is predominantly Republican. So the cost of living here is a B plus, and the employment here is an F, and they have an income per capita of 
19900 and they have a median income household that's well below the national average at 31199 and they have the nerve to have an unemployment rate at 7.4 and guess what that poverty level is? 33.7 higher than the national average. The schools are an F. And the crime is, is an F as well. The crime index is at a 2. The property crime rate is 65. And there's a 1 in 15 chance of being a property crime victim. And there's been 106 crimes per square mile. And the housing is an F. So high crime, uh, non-affordable non non housing, and a high unemployment rate, and pretty much terrible employment that doesn't pay you. That's Valdosta, Georgia. That's your number two city. And finally, we're going to go to my number one city and it's gonna surprise you I hope it does at least I'm going to take a trip back to California to Southern California we're gonna to go to the middle of the desert I call it the middle of the desert middle of nowhere this is my number one city here the number one worst ran Republican city conservative city in a uh, nation Barstow California now, the reason why the city is here is a smaller city, it's a very small city, the lowest population here, 23,972. But the numbers here are just ridiculous. The mayor and the city council here is nonpartisan, is represented in the state, but it's legislative, uh, but it's reg uh, sorry. The mayor and the city council here is nonpartisan, but it is represented in the state legislature by Republicans, uh, Republican Shannon Grove for the 116th district and Jay O'Brunette of the 33rd Assembly District. Livability here is a 60. I think it should be well lower than that. Cost of living is a C plus with a median home value of 96,000 bucks. Employment is an F. Income per capita at a 16,897, which is 47% lower than the California average, and also 43% lower than the national average. The median household income here is $37,085 compared to $63,783 in the state of California. The median income earnings for men, $30,755. And that's a, this is actually the biggest gap here between men and women because the earnings for women is $16,800. And 43. The unemployment rate is 8.6%, one of the highest rates of anywhere on this list. They have a property rate which is the highest of anywhere on this list. 37%, 143% higher than the national average. The schools are an F, 29% is what they average on their test scores. 41% lower than the national average. 21 to one student to teacher ratio. And only 72% of people, actually 73% of people graduated eighth grade. 72, only 72% graduate from high school. Crime here, as, as per the usual of every city that I've mentioned here, an F, 302 violent crimes in a population of 26,000, about to over 26,000. It's a 12.63 crime rating. The 
crime index is at a four. 41 property crime rate, and you have a one in 79 chance of being a being violently attacked in the city, the great city of Barstow. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the worst Republican slash conservative city in this nation. Don't go there. Don't live there. I wouldn't do it. I'm going to do a part two of this um, at some point. My part two is going to be the worst ran Republican slash conservative states. And then I'm going to do a part two for cities. And that will part three, which will be a, technically a part two for cities. Because this is so, this was fun. This was, um, I learned a lot about these cities. Again, there's a lot of patterns that I found out. And uh, yeah, I wanted to, and I wanted to prove a point. That is, all these, all these factors that they're talking about crime and cost of living, they suck in these Republican cities too. I don't know what the hell they're talking about. They like to blame the, the Democrats. It's all, it's all to get us, it's all to get us riled up and separate. So, again, that was the point here. And uh, my next episode, I will be back tomorrow. I'm not sure if I want to come back tomorrow morning or tomorrow night, uh, just depending on how I feel. Uh, but I'm definitely coming out with another episode tomorrow, and that's when I will be giving you my official or on the street segment of course uh trump has well they they put in the uh, impeachment where they're trying to put in the impeachment for trump we'll talk a little bit about that as well and then since it's the middle of the week we'll have an mlb update as well all right y'all i'm gonna call it a wrap for today this is your man l jamal signing out for now